Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and I am officially live on YouTube every Tuesday. It should be at noon Pacific Standard, but I got a little distracted. Um, so yes, the chats are live too. Hello, hello, Lauren. Yes, I see you, my queen. And the chats, um, wow, we did it. Happy New Year. We have come, we are now in 2023 officially. Um, how do we all feel? Do we all feel good? Are we all back? Are we all ready? Are we all amped up and ready to do the year? Um, uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Let's say that we are. Let's say that we are so ready. And um, but where do we start? Well, I guess you know what? You know what? We got to start from the beginning. I have to give a shout out to Nashville, Tennessee, y'all. Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, you know, before I went to break, uh, for the holidays, I was mentioning that I was going to be taking a good friend of mine back or home, uh, not home, to Tennessee, where his parents have retired um, after living in uh, Manhattan, New York, New York City. Um, and um, now I also mentioned that my friend could not drive. So um, he foot the bill for the entire road trip if I would drive the 29 hours there and the 29 hours back. Now, you know, here we are in our worlds where we're like, you know, um, you have a good friend. You know, you have a friend who you know, who you spend time with. Uh, you know, but you don't really know that you have a friend until you've traveled with them. You know what I mean? Because traveling is stressful. Road trips are stressful. And uh, I am happy to report that after my road trip with my friend uh, to Nashville, Tennessee, we are still friends. We are still friends. And if anything, we are more friends than we were when we left. Um, look, he was a, he cannot drive. So therefore, you know, he is stunted. And that's okay. That's okay to be stunted. Um, but he's such a good co-pilot. Let me tell you that. Okay. So this is my friend, Paul. Paul is someone who uh, I met here in LA. He's taken a lot of my learn the words, bitch photos. We're good Judy's. You know what I mean? Um, he is such a good co-pilot. You know, he did not fall asleep once. He did not fall asleep once the whole drive. Well, I guess on the way back, he kind of got a little bit of food poisoning and then dozed a little bit. So I guess I'm a little mad. But overall, he was awake the whole time. Uh, he kept me awake. He made sure what he was very attentive. Let, let, look, look, road trips are hard. Road trips are hard when you're a single person driving. And now look, I live alone. I live in a studio apartment. I don't hear a lot of things when I go to sleep. And I am easily distracted, easily distracted into falling, like into not falling asleep. So let's just say Paul was a light snorer at best. He was a light snorer 
And, you know, you get fixated on that snoring. So there were multiple nights during the drive uh, through the road trip that I did not sleep that well, maybe three hours. And then I had to get up and then I had to drive 10, maybe 11 hours. So it was stressful. But Paul was just so good that I never was upset. I never was upset. I was tired. I was tired. But uh, never, never upset. Like the the, the, the drive was great. Um, And... uh, you know, it, it, the one thing I did learn on this road trip is that we should have left this country to the indigenous. We should have left this country to the indigenous because, y'all, we've just made it ugly. We've just made it ugly. The whole, the whole drive, I mean, New Mexico, first of all, danger, most dangerous state to drive in because I feel like everyone's on the methamphetamines. Everyone's just racing, zipping, trying to, you know, trying to zip and whatever and get through and go first. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell y'all, y'all need to get off the methamphetamines because you had me scared. You had me scared, zipping by in your beat up cars, acting like you got like Porsches. They're not, they're not. And I'm looking at you too, Arizona. You're not that cute either. I am going to say I was grateful for your weed laws. Your weed laws got me. So thank you so much. Because, you know, not every state I went into had the legal weed laws. You know, some of those are backwards ass states, especially the one that, uh, you know, even the one I went to, Tennessee. Oklahoma, shout out to Oklahoma City. You're very gay. You're a very gay city. It was freezing cold. I don't know why anyone would want to go into that environment because it was so cold. But we got gay in Oklahoma City. So shout out to uh, the places we went. I can't remember, y'all. I know I should have wrote some stuff down, but Oklahoma City was very cute. I did meet a fabulous uh, drag uh, performer named Tapatio. Shout out to Tapatio. Very, very, very cute and beautiful, impressive. Look, uh, paints like a sister of uh, perpetual indulgence. So I was living for Tapatio. So much fun in Oklahoma City. Um, uh, Kentucky. Was it Kentucky or Arkansas? One of those backwards states I had barbecue in. That was nice. Had barbecue in it. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much the extent of the drive that was enjoyable. See, the thing is, is there was a polar snap, y'all. There was a polar snap. And it was it was fucking uh, sub-zero temperatures. And when we got to Tennessee, it was five degrees. Now, they didn't expect it either. That's what I loved about being in Tennessee. They were just as miserable as we were. So it was like, you know, you didn't hear that. Oh, you know, you know we deal with this. All that. You didn't hear that like pompous bullshit where it's like, like when you go to Illinois and they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, this is just what we do. Oh yeah, we're hard. We can deal with this. Nuh-uh, no, Tennessee was like, we are miserable. And I was like, work, I'm here for that. Shout out to Paul's amazing family, Danny and Steven. Thank you so much for your hospitality. You guys, so first of all, Danny cooked so much food. She did not need to. She did not need to cook all those that food, but I ate all of it. Uh, we gossiped. Oh, did we gossip? Oh, the gossip. Oh, it was so good. I feel like I know everyone in that neighborhood now. And thank you for that. You know, it's, 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 you never know how, um, when you go into a friend's parents' home, like you immediately resort back to being a child. You know what I mean? You're on your P's and Q's. Uh, you know, you're very like, ooh, ooh, uh, uh, I don't want to like rock any boats. Luckily, Danny and Steven were fans of the Tony Soto show before I even got there. So they knew my politics. They knew my attitude. But you know what? I still did feel like I needed to dial back a little bit. I do feel, you know, you're in someone's home. 
You don't want to, you don't want to like, you know, insult anyone, offend anyone. But I don't think I did. I don't think I did. And, and we met like all their neighbors. Shout out to Randy and Jackie. You know, I was warned about Jackie. They're like, Jackie's got strong politics. I'm like, well, or strong opinions. Whatever. I was there for it. I was ready for some opinions. We had a great time. Talked about gambling. So fun. The neighbors across the street, Chanel and Reed, and their delightful children. Um, so fun. So fun. Listen, here's the thing. Tennessee might be in the South. But you know what? It's pretty much uh, Midwestern, too. So I felt very comfortable in those situations. You know, I was chatting with everybody. Had a great time. Like, I never worried about, like, because um, we went out. We went out. We went out to play. Oh, I got to see Sarah Andrews and her husband, Taylor. Shout out to those two. Thank you so much for the drinks that y'all bought me at play. Uh, I got to see play. That's, you know, I've never been to play. Girl drag in Tennessee. That is work. I don't know how anyone does it. So I heard that at play, what is there? There's six, uh, oh God, I'm already forgetting the numbers, but I think there's like six girls, maybe eight girls, and they got to do uh, uh, four numbers or something, or maybe six numbers, a goddamn night, something like, oh yeah, three shows, two numbers a show so that's six numbers they have to do six numbers in one night and they can't repeat numbers for another two weeks i could not do drag in tennessee i could not i could not it's too much work see shout out to those working women because it is not easy could you imagine i have maybe six numbers you know what i mean my rolodex is limited so i could do that show once I could do the show at play once and then I wouldn't be able to come back for another two weeks because I just do the same old numbers again. But it was great. It was so fun to watch uh, um, those drag queens in the, in the, in the audience. And cause the thing is too, is do not forget it was sub-zero weather. I would, I didn't think anyone would be uh, out and about, but you know, it was a cute scene. We got in on a Friday night and people were bumping. Like it was fun. You know, we did Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I drank so much wine. I mean, I got drunk almost every night. What I did learn was melatonin's bullshit. Like, why do I, why am I convinced melatonin is good? The only time that I ever take really melatonin in life is like if I've taken too much Molly and I need to go to sleep. And I think that it works. I think that it works. You know what it doesn't do? It doesn't put you to sleep when someone's snoring. Mm -mm 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 -mm. No, 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 no. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta just... You got to have no distractions. Like, I, 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 I'm I, not sold on melatonin now. And you know what? I've heard that it's like a hormone, so I don't want to get tits. So maybe I'm just going to stop taking melatonin. I don't think it does any good. I'm just going to stick to Valium. You know, take a sedative, for real. Like, take a Sudafed, something, because that shit. Girl, I just get so fixated on the snores. Are you like that? Are you like that when you go to sleep? Like, what about, like, do you need to have absolute silence when you sleep? I'm interested because here is the thing. I always say that I'm happily single. But what if, what if someday, you know, I go back on my laurels and I find someone who wants to share a bed with me and I find out that they are like huge ass snores, it would be over. How dare you? You can't take my sleep away from me. You can't do it. That's why the two bedroom. That's why you got to have a two bedroom, y'all. Quit trying to fight me on that. Lots of people have been trying to fight me on that too. Being like, two bedroom, don't you want to hug? Don't you? No, I want to sleep. It's not about hugging. It's not about cuddling. It's about sleeping. It's about getting your REMs. Oh my goodness. Oh, but I do have to say something. Now, I'm going to try to be vague about this, but I just want to say that like, 
if you ever meet somebody that's a little weird you know and weird is good we're not being we're not being judging on weird here but let's say you meet somebody and you go on a date with them and then you go to their home and then you find out that they have another girlfriend but it's a sex doll don't tell that person to get rid of their sex doll girlfriend this is just a note i don't think this is just a note this has nothing to do with anything Maybe some gossip I heard. I don't know. This is just something I need to say. If someone has, I, let's just, let's let's not even say sex doll. Let's say toys. Let's say dildos. Let's say fucking pocket rockets or whatever. Don't tell these people that they have to get rid of their sex toys, their sex lovers. Don't you dare their, their accoutrement, their sex accoutrement. That is a, because look, unless unless you are one hundred percent on that you are going to date this person, don't tell people to get rid of their sex accoutrement. And if their sex accoutrement happens to be a life sized uh, sex doll, well, how dare you ask them to get rid of them? And you have no intentions of dating them. What are they supposed to do? All I'm saying, and I'm trying to be vague here, is all I'm saying is that I am team person with the sex doll. That's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, Lauren, absolutely. They were there first. The sex doll was there first. The accoutrement was there first. How could you possibly go into that room and say, you know what, you got too many dildos and it's weird. Are you sharing space with these dildos? I don't think so. Don't yuck somebody's yum. Who knows? Maybe it could become a threesome. We don't know. I know that this seems really out of left field, but the people who know will know. And sometimes I just talk to myself and for the people that I know that will know. Lay off of people's sexual accoutrement. That is all I'm saying. How dare you go in and tell someone that they are weird because that they have a girlfriend who doesn't really talk back. To some people, that sounds ideal. I've seen a lot of hillbilly Christmas cards where y'all duct tape your wives' mouths and your daughters' mouths because you don't want women to talk. I'm sure there's a bunch of life-size sexual accoutrement in lots of people's closets out there, the way it seems the straight men want their women quiet. Plus, you know, social media has made everyone a dullard in real life. So it's not like you can really talk all that well to get a date these days. So fuck, have sex with all the dildos and the accoutrement that you want. Accoutrement is my new word today. I'm going to take it. Listen, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, it is a brand new year, but guess what? Same old fucking Tony Soto. Um. Uh, today, I want to talk about, um, first, I want to talk about how at the end of, end of last year, uh, I really started getting busy. You know, I really started doing uh, a lot more hosting. I got a new show in West Hollywood. I am doing brunches. I am being seen. And it feels good. And it feels great. And, uh, you know, being in a new neighborhood like West Hollywood, it is, you know, I'm trying to figure out the lay of the land and how I stay as true to who I am as a drag performer. And um, whether or not people 
appreciate me for what I for what I do and who I am and what whatever is a drag queen. Now, one thing I feel like has happened that does not fit my brand when it comes to me being a drag queen is the politicization of drag. Now, that has happened uh, quite a bit recently, you know, with the conservatives hating on drag queens, calling them groomers, drag queen story hour being... um, uh, ridiculed by Proud Boys and picketed and protested and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, look, I'm all for reading to kids. I think I think more people should read to kids. I think if more dumb parents actually read to their fucking kids, drag queens wouldn't have to fucking do it. Truthfully, that's what I think about the goddamn drag queen story hour. I've done it. I've liked it. It's good money. How dare you take money out of a drag person's pocket Let's face it, the holidays just passed. How many strange Santa impersonators did you put your kids uh, on their laps in malls during the holidays this last year, huh? Let's be honest. How many strangers, how many strange Santa Clauses that you don't know those motherfuckers, you just bring them into the mall and set them right down on Santa's lap. And you're like, tell them what you want. I mean, talk about grooming fucked up bullshit. You know, you're all fucking... uh, mourning the death of some fucking pedophile apologist and hider fucking that 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 fucking pope that resigned proving that your fucking bullshit cult is a lie how can he suddenly resign if he's infallible but no 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 let's not talk about any of that it's all fucking drag queen so we're in the news is what we're saying now i started drag i started drag in 2002 and it was a different world because you know what? There wasn't really money in it. This is fun. You get $25, $50, whatever here and there at a show. If you're a twirler, maybe a tip spot, maybe you could be a shot girl. You know, the money is kind of, it always has, but what was then is if you hosted a show, if you hosted a show, you know, you could ask for a little bit more money and blah, blah, blah. That's why I became an MC. You know, that's why. And so for me, drag is, is, is fun. It's a joke. You should be in on the joke. This is the this is the situation where you know I'm kind of, and, and because of this, I I feel like I need to bring up something. And I'm trying, you know, I got to be vague. I'm not, I'm not going to try to be vague. I'm going to try to just be as honest as I can. So I host a show. I host a news show. I host a news show that features uh, drag artists of all types from kings, queens, to anything in between. Because you know what? I believe that everyone should have a platform. Now, I host this show with the best of intentions. I host this show so that people can um, come out, show their drag, and um, be seen. Now, I'm a flawed person. I'm a drag queen of 23 years. I'm a product of the 90s, you know? I'm a product of what, you know... Everything wasn't all that PC back when I, you know, it was coming up. You know what I mean? So the thing is, is I'm flawed, but I'm learning and I'm trying to constantly learn. And I don't want to offend anyone. Um, that said, I have used queens, the word queen, most of my adult life since coming out of the fucking closet and starting doing drag. Everyone to me is 
queen, 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 because look, I'm a drag queen and I work with a lot of drag queens. Now, I, I offer a platform for all drag performers. So there are kings and there are, you know, non-binary trans folks. I, you know, there are, there's tons of people who come out and perform. And uh, at one point I blanketed the term queens and was promptly corrected. And I agree, I have to be uh, more open and uh, aware to say drag performers instead of, you know, only queens. Now, I'm a flawed person. Um, I, I, so, so queens will still come out of my mouth on occasion. And it was brought to my attention recently that that word makes some drag performers feel unsafe. And that really bugged me as a person who's been doing drag for many, many, many years. And uh, the last thing I ever want to do or ever wanted to do was have an unsafe environment for any performer, any person. I think that as an LGBTQ person, we constantly feel unsafe in our everyday lives. But, you know, I, I, I need to break down the word unsafe because I, I, it, it bugs me that... You know, a lot of us feel truly unsafe in our surroundings. You know what I mean? Where like, and what I mean by that word is that if you're going in a, like an overly heterosexual situation where, and, and you represent femme or mask, if you're female, whatever, you represent different or other and you're and you feel like your safety is truly at risk. We all feel that. That is something that we all go through in our lives. To say that the word queen being used in, I don't know, uh, in informational stuff, or if I use the term queen on stage, to say that the, the, the me using that word, or that word being um, uh, mentioned in writing makes you feel unsafe, then maybe drag isn't for you. Because the way that drag is politicized now, just the mere mention of the word queen is not what we need to feel unsafe about these days. And I think that we need as a community, and I say this constantly, is that we need to really understand intention. So if you feel a certain way about a certain something and you need to make it known, I guess what I want to say is just get to the point and say it. We don't need any flowery words or explanations of how you feel. Because when we're talking about safety, I've been around long enough to know where people truly felt unsafe. You know what I mean? 
Matthew Shepard was unsafe. He was murdered as a result. Brandon Tina felt unsafe and was murdered as a result. Currently, we have trans brothers and sisters of color who are murdered just by walking the street and they don't feel unsafe. I have a real issue when we say that a word makes us feel unsafe because you don't have to let it. We don't want to feel unsafe in the real fucking world we're walking around, but we have to bear that. We have to bear that and be vigilant and be ready. But if a person within the community uses a certain word and it's not to your liking, drop your drop what you need to say and then just move on from it because you or understand that it's not someone's intention to make you feel unsafe in our community. And if that is happening, then that should actually absolutely be called out and 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 mentioned, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, it, it, I, I look at, I look at show producers and I look at the work that they do booking shows and how, you know, they keep so much in mind now because they want everyone who's represented to be represented. But we're flawed people and sometimes we're going to say the wrong word. And I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying that I'm asking for the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? That it's not my intention to hurt anyone's feelings. It is my intention to let you know that the word queens has been around. And as far as I'm concerned, is as general neutral as they, them, and the. I believe that. I feel that. And if I'm wrong, and if that's narrow-minded, and if I'm being a bigot, and if and if it's if it's stupid and it's uh, ignorant of me to think that queens is a gender gender neutral term, okay, cool. I mean, I I mean, then I will then I will reprocess it. I will look at it and I will figure it out and I will see if my my ideas change. But. Queen is used everywhere. I, I don't know gay folks that don't use it. I don't know gay folks that don't use it to everybody, to everybody. I don't even know. Listen, everyone in Tennessee was called Queen when I was there, from the from the Christian Lyft drivers that played their Jesus music really loud, all the way to the fucking rootin' tootin' bartenders at the bars on the strip. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it, there's so there's so many things that we need to be aware of that's happening outside of our of our purview that we need to focus on that and stop trying to make a point out of everyone in your own community. Why are we doing that? You're not more woke than me. You are not more fucking woke than me. Sorry, I might not say the right fucking things, but you're not more woke than me. I and there, there's just that you know. It, it, choose your battles. Choose your battles. If you feel underrepresented in the community, 
why are you trying to fight people in the community? I don't know. I don't know. This is literally a rant. I don't know if it is too vague or if it needs, if it makes any sense, but I don't know. It's like, I also use the word faggot on stage constantly when I'm on, uh, when I'm doing a show and I'm, I've not gotten an email or a complaint about the use of that word. And that word is used by homophobic people all the goddamn time. But Queens, Queens is the one, huh? Okay. Okay. All right. I will, I will reevaluate. I'm happy to look back. I'm happy to look and check out and fucking, you know, I'm happy to reevaluate me. But I ask that you all do the same. You know what I mean? Like it, these people who are so quick to tell somebody who they are and how they feel and why they feel it. Bitch, I'm not on Twitter. That's a thing you tweet. <laughs> That's a thing you tweet. I don't know. Let me know. Am I wrong? Is gender, it is, is Queens completely gendered and should and only uh meaning women or have we beaten it so dead that it, it applies to everyone and everything i call puppies queens i call little animals queens everything is a queen um, let me know go to the tony soda show.com and uh hit ask and let me know uh am i wrong here because if i'm wrong i'm happy to to rethink it, but here's, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Change my mind. How about that? How about you change my mind? Change my mind and tell me why I am. Uh, listen, happy new year, y'all. We're all back. We're all back. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to do a show this week. I was going to wait to do the show next week. So, um, it's complete. This was, this was just, I feel like this one was bad too, <laughs> but listen, I am back every week. I am now live on YouTube, so you can watch it um, and and watch all the mess ups, and then see what I take out in the edit. <laughs> uh, if you like the show, go to the go to the uh, iTunes page, subscribe, rate it, leave a comment. Um, I am the Tony Sutter Show on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Also, I am moving all of my drag stuff to the Learn the Words Bitch Instagram. So follow Learn the Words Bitch at Learn the Words Bitch. Um, we're shaking some things up. We're getting some things figured out. Hopefully 2023 is going to be as great as it is playing out in my head. But we shall see. And we will be on the ride together. So until next week, bye.